Hi everyone, welcome to Brains Behind Beauty podcast. My name is Jessica Stagg and today we have on the podcast an amazing woman who you can literally listen, hear, talk for hours. Um, I first met her a couple of years ago when I was going in for a treatment with her and it was almost kind of like she was giving me therapy for the mind, body and soul at the same time of a really... um, a really great treatment and a great service. Um, so we have today Mandy. Mandy is a um, holistic health coach. She is a um, she d- does clonic hydrotherapy. She does emotional freedom technique, and she's very much um, almost like your own personal holistic health doctor, therapist. Everything all wrapped into one. So. There's a lot that she can teach you. So the main thing that we're going to be going in with um, with Mandy about today is how we're linking, how gut health is so important and how it links to everything that we do every day, the way that we think, our, the way that our minds and our body works. Um, so there's a lot that she will be able to help you with and people that can relate to. So first what we're going to do is I'm going to get Mandy to introduce herself on who she is, what she does and her values and we will go for that. So Mandy, over to you. Thank you Jess, that was lovely. <laughs> nice to hear that. Um, yeah, it was a couple of years ago wasn't it? Yeah. So um, yeah, I suppose to start really is to understand my background and mm-hmm. how I came to do what I do. And so many of us practitioners, it's through personal experience. Um, in my 20s, I had a fantastic life in London, sex, drugs and rock and roll, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Um, but at the end of my 20s, I was starting to feel tired, brain fog, lethargic, lots of symptoms that many people just experience every day and accept that that's normal. Um, it's not normal, by the way. It's usually due to a few things. So it kind of, being an inquisitive soul, I started to seek a bit of help. And the first place I went to was homeopathy. My auntie had described this new thing that she'd found and I went along. Um, It was absolutely, I came out and burst into tears because it was the first time I'd ever been sat in front of someone from a health perspective who number one took longer than 10 minutes um he took about an hour and a half and he asked me hundreds of questions and I felt like I'd really been seen and heard um and he basically said you have this problem called candida which is a yeast that grows in our gut so it kind of all started from there it kind of started from me having an imbalance in my gut and being the gung-ho person that I am he said this is what you need to do so rather than just faff around with a few things here and there I literally went home cleared my cupboards of the things that I shouldn't be eating and I found books and I read books and found as much out as possible um, and it was basically looking at your diet and taking out all the things in your diet that we know are bad for us but it was also um, looking at your whole life and what was kind of making you tick and um, you know your sort of men- mental state as well um, but what I found was that when I started to change everything after about three or four weeks everything changed so it wasn't just my energy it was just how I felt enthusiasm excitement again um, you know like a whole zest for life came back 
So I did the diet for about nine months. Um, however, I'm going to share this. I, I have no secrets or shame. <laughs> um, the main problem that I had was thrush. Mm. And the thrush was still coming back now and again. And I was thinking, this really should have got rid of this. So I went to see a colonic hydrotherapist. Um, and I had a couple of treatments with her and it sorted everything out. So it was kind of this voyage of discovery, really. And that just opened my mind up to everything. And it was a couple of years later, I thought, I've got to go into this further. And I started my training as a homeopath. So that's my main sort of training. Homeopathy is a holistic way of looking at health. Um, Like the first fella that I went to see, you don't ask somebody one question. You don't stick just to, do you have IBS? What's the problem? Mm. I'm going to look at your emotional health, whether you have anxiety, panic attacks, any trauma from the past, all these things, we're going to look at the whole thing. And that's the thing that floats my boat. I love it. So when you start to look at gut health, um, it, you, just from starting to look at gut health, people think, well, it's all about the gut. Am I constipated? Am I bloated? Am I whatever? Mm. But once you start to look at it, you realize that when your gut is out of balance, and what I mean by that is that we have this thing called a microbiome. Now, if I'd have said that five years ago, you'd have looked at me blankly and gone, what the hell are you talking (laughs) about, Mandy? You're not now, are you, Jess? (laughs) (laughs) No, you're still looking at me a bit blankly. No, what a microbiome is, is the bacteria that lives in your gut. Mm -hmm. It is its whole system of bacteria. Um, We, you know, it has different names, healthy bacteria, probiotics, whatever. And... This bacteria is a whole ecosystem. It's, it weighs about two kilograms. It's, it's, there are more bacteria in our gut than cells in our body. Um, and it, it is looking after us. It's sending messages to the brain. It's like our soldiers that guard the interior of our body, um, checking with everything we're eating or breathing in. And then it's sending messages to the brain to respond to that so it's so important it our gut works separately to our brain um the whole of our gut when we're talking about our gut we're talking about the tube from Mm. our mouth to our bum yeah so that includes your stomach Mm. which then goes into your small intestines which Mm. is about 20 feet long which then goes into your bowel which is six feet long so we're talking about a 30 foot long tube and It's called our gastrointestinal tract, which is where the word gut comes from. And it's our microbiome, this two kilograms of bacteria that lives in this tube. So, basically, the tube is also surrounded by capillaries and veins and um, our, our blood is connected to the tube. So it's picking up all the nutrients that we eat and escorting it right the way around our body. And also it's surrounded by a whole meshwork of um, neural, um, of neurons, neural mm. pathways. And it's called the enteric nervous system. And the reason we talk about the gut being our second brain is because the enteric nervous system works separately to our brain. We're not controlled by our brain like all our other organs and, and all the other things that our body does. Yeah. Um, our gut is a separate entity almost on its own and what they've realized over the years is that the gut literally will send via the via the vagus nerve 
400 times more messages from the gut to the brain than the brain sends to the gut. So the gut, some people say, who's in control? Yeah. This is potentially that more in control than your brain is. Exactly. Yeah. Now, and there's been some research also about the heart. So the heart is the other organ that's kind of the centre of operation. So the heart also sends more messages to the brain than the brain sends to the heart. That's a little aside. We could do another podcast. For that. <laughs> <laughs> like we can get plenty of information right. out of you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, so we know through research that the research on on our gut and our gut bacteria has increased. Like there are new papers coming out every day. The past ten fifteen years, um, all the sort of big universities that do research, you know, health research, medicine research they are all starting to centre on the gut because they yeah. realise how important it is. So, the job of the gut, number one, is to protect us. To go, ooh, what's she taking in? We don't like that, and we certainly don't want to absorb that into the body. Let's mount an attack. So, what? one of the things that they say is 70 to 80% of our immune systems in our gut. That is because, number one, it's protecting us. It's sending messages to the brain to start producing antibodies and all, all the parts of the immune system that we need to, to defend ourselves. Um, just the fact that the gut wall is a barrier is part of the immune system. Yeah. And then in half of our um, small intestines, about 10, 12 feet of our small intestines, is packed full of something called payers patches. Mm -hmm. which is part of our lymph system and that will produce lots of different cells um, as part of our immune system but that is still relying on Mm -hmm. whether we have the right amount of healthy gut bacteria so our immune system in our small intestines can't work efficiently without that the gut bacteria being healthy so it keeps going back to these little fellas that live in our gut um so just starting to go, go back to my original story, I had a problem called candida. Now, candida is a yeast called candida albicans. Yeah. It lives mostly in your bowel, and it's meant to be there. It serves a purpose. Like so many things, I don't know if you've heard of H. pylori, people, that lives in your stomach. People think mm. that's a terrible thing. It's only a terrible thing when it's out of balance. When it's in balance, it serves a purpose. Yeah. So candida serves a purpose. But what can happen with it Due to lifestyle, which can just be the food you eat, but mostly all these things go back to stress, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Or there are certain things that we take or ingest or use that can kill off the good bacteria. And then this candida, this yeast, will proliferate and grow. And candida has its own toxins. It produces its own waste. As you kill it off, it's very toxic. Mm-hmm. And that's what causes all these symptoms from brain fog, lethargy, tiredness, yeah. thrush, yeah. Um, down to your feet, head to toe symptoms. Yeah. So you could even have fungal blooming mm-hmm. toenails that's mm-hmm. caused by your candida yeast. So the main things that affect our healthy bacteria that's keeping everything balanced is antibiotics. So when antibiotics, when we take a course of antibiotics, that kills off all of our good bacteria, but it doesn't kill the yeast you've probably heard of c difficile 
which mm, no, is that. very harmful in hospitals. It, right, okay. it, it causes really big gut problems. It doesn't kill that either. So the pill, any yep. kind of synthetic hormone, yep. will affect your healthy gut bacteria. Pesticides and herbicides that are sprayed mm. on your fruit and veg, so that's mm. why we always say eat organic. All sorts of different things, medications, um, mm. even, hello, we're in the middle of a pandemic, that blooming stuff you're all sticking on your hands... Yeah. That antibacterial stuff, you're putting it on your hands, you're absorbing that into your blood, mm-hmm. and you're killing off your healthy gut bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm looking this, at is what, this is what we were saying earlier, because we don't want to get into the subject too much, but I've spoken to a lot of holistic healthcare practitioners, and the way that they've seen what's happened over the last year, definitely would have dealt with very differently in terms yes. of the way of how our actual immune system works, the Absolutely. stress that's happened over the last year, but we won't touch on that subject, because it's very touchy, yes. but... But those are the sort of things that we're looking at. So the other thing that you absolutely know, and this is being literally, as I said, researched daily, um, is that they now know that if somebody is anxious or depressed, as a a holistic practitioner, the first thing you're going to look at is their gut health. Um, And that's because 80% of our serotonin, which is our happy hormone, serotonin also gets us up in the morning, gives us... A bit of enthusiasm for the day. It, it helps our sleep patterns. Um, it has many different jobs, but we know it as our happy hormone. And fifty percent of our dopamine, which is our pleasure and reward, mm-hmm. so that is what gives us motivation, um, is made in our gut. And it's made. They know that also that is reliant on enough healthy gut bacteria. So yep. it goes back to that. So. How it works, they're not even really sure, but mm. they know that we need that in place for us mm. to produce those neurotransmitters that's so important for our anxiety, uh, uh, depression, panic attacks, all mm. those different things. And the other neurotransmitter is called GABA, and GABA helps us relax at night. You know when you have the monkey brain when you're trying to yeah. get to sleep and it's going on and on and on and on? We need GABA to help to relax that and to keep that calm. And we need our healthy gut bacteria in place to produce GABA. So if ever you go to a listed practitioner of any kind and you have anxiety or whatever mm-hmm. and they don't mention that, that's not a good thing. We need yeah. to know that the two work hand in hand. Um, the other thing that they're very aware of is if you have any inflammation in the gut wall and this can lead yeah. on to autoimmune disease, you are likely to have inflammation inflammation in the yeah. wall of your brain. And if you get that, things can cross over that barrier, go into your brain and start to create a cascade of negative uh, chemicals in the brain. So these are all the things that they're researching at the moment, which is so exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. Um, That's amazing. um, One of the the questions I'd like to ask, but you probably may need to be broken up in sections to be able to get to get the answer across but how do you think that the day and age that everybody lives in now in terms of the food that we eat in terms of the stress in terms of people turning straight to medication to Mm -hmm. try and help themselves um in people uneducated on their gut health and stuff how do you think that the day and age now is playing such a huge effect Mm -hmm. on how we feel as people um and how people are in to in today's day yeah i mean it is it is huge jess mm. you know you know your age and younger there is a lot of anxiety there's a oh, lot there. of mental health is one of the biggest things yes. that are out there now yes yeah. and it, it, bizarrely i was talking to my best mate about it this morning that mm. 
when I was 16, I literally exploded out of school. Mm. I'm 59 now. So when I was 16, I literally exploded out of school. We did not have the pressure to go to college, uni, do all mm. those different things that are really putting a lot of pressure on, yeah. on youngsters. Social media. Social media, society, all those yeah. different pressures. Mm-hmm. Um, however, depending on how healthy you are and how your healthy your gut bacteria is, you are still going to react to those things differently so it's never about the thing it's your reaction to the thing yeah and how we see ourselves feeling ourselves exactly so if you've grown up maybe in a in a healthy household where everything was balanced and you had amazing food and you know all those things you may react to that differently when you get to your teens and 20s um however things have changed from when i was um 16 and that doesn't mean that you cannot make the decision to do something about it at any point in your life. Yeah. You can go, well, who's going to make me feel better? How am I going to do this? No one's going to do this other than me. And where do I start? And so much is common sense. So one of the stories I always say to people, because I worked with Jess in her clinic as a colonic hydrotherapist, Mm -hmm. and I would get people to fill a questionnaire in, and I would say, how much water do you drink? And they would say, not enough. (laughs) And I'd think, right, so you've come here to see me, but you know you're already not looking after yourself as Mm -hmm. well as you can. So becoming healthier, for me, is a is a journey and a process. Um, it depends what your illness is or your defun- what dysfunction is, is yeah. what, mm-hmm. what the problem is. But all I always say to people is any little thing that you can do is a step in the right direction. Yeah. Even yeah. if it's one more glass of water a day yeah. or you say, right, I'm only going to eat organic vegetables. I'm mm-hmm. not going to eat the other stuff with mm-hmm. the spray all over it. That's one little thing you have done. And never underestimate that all these little things kind of add up and make a difference it doesn't need to be like a drastic life changer i find two things is one it is completely like sometimes it goes back to the most simplest things of drinking a little bit little bit more water and stuff and it's amazing how we get clients to come in and fill in consultation forms about lifestyle as well yeah and one it's the little things can make a big difference but also as well is that sometimes most of the people come in here as well and almost kind of know what the problem is they just need directing in the right direction people have been now so pulled into the fast pace to going into these supermarkets with absolutely everything in pulled into the stress of life pulled into (laughs) absolutely everything that's going on it's reeling it right back to basics again and being like right are you drinking enough water? Yes. How are you feeding your mind? What are you reading? How are you feeding your gut? Yeah, exactly. How are you after your gut? And it just needs to be pulled back in, broken down and re- and kind of like yeah. rebuilt again. Yeah. But starting with the smaller things, it doesn't have to be a drastic changes either. Exactly. So, mm. so some of the really simple, easy things that people can do mm. is increase their vegetables. Um, our gut bacteria, it's food is fiber. Yeah. So, um, we always say, you've heard the saying, eat the rainbow. That's for a reason, because we have hundreds of different species of gut bacteria, and they all prefer different food. Yeah. So if you're just eating broccoli, you're only feeding the broccoli-eating gut bacteria. So you want to eat a range of fruit and veg. The fibre is really important. That's going to um, help to keep the inflammation down in the gut wall, mm-hmm. which is leading to lots of different problems, mm-hmm. including mental and emotional problems. Um, 
And that could just be the simplest thing. Increase your water and eat more fibre and make sure it's organic. Those yeah. are really simple things. Then yeah. you will start to feel better. And you will. That is a given. You will start to feel And when you start to feel better, you have a bit more enthusiasm to Change start to look then. at the next things. Yeah. So the other thing I always recommend is to take what we, something we call as a supplement probiotics. So probiotics now, um, there's so many different... Uh, companies, supplement companies that are producing probiotics. Um, and I, what I tend to do is I don't always stick to the same one. I kind of swap them about because mm. there's lots of different strains. You don't even need to know the detail of that. Yeah. However, it's really important that you get that in because that will start to encourage your good bacteria to grow. It will keep the bad guys down, the candida. Yeah. Um, and we need that good bacteria because we need our serotonin, our dopamine, our GABA. And also it's going to give us energy. It mm. breaks things down. It makes it allows us to absorb more nutrients. That's going to yeah. give us energy. Make us feel better. Yeah. It's all connected. Yeah. I remember I went through a stage, and I think I knew you then as well, but I went through a stage of having really bad allergic reactions. I only had to look at something and my whole body would swell up. And... Um, we actually linked it back to the point where I don't even think I was really actually allergic to anything. Somewhere along the line, I was like, I think we started we started going into more of like kind of like the leaky gut and stuff. Mm -hmm. Where it was, I my lifestyle at the time was so stressed, yes. and I wasn't eating right, and I was and like everything was just like falling apart at the time that it was triggering these allergic reactions. But yeah. what I did do is that because at the time, obviously, I thought I was having an allergic reaction to something, I ended up taking my diet and just clean eating everything so yes. i was eating organic i think i even stopped eating meat for a bit yeah um and even to this day i don't really eat a lot of meat now um and then everything i stopped eating things with all your e-numbers in it i stopped having all the sauces that are out there yeah. i was using more of herbs and spices to season my food and everything yeah and then not only did the allergic reaction slowly calm down but i'm um, I honestly felt like it was the healthiest I'd ever been. I felt like that I had energy. I wanted to get up. I got, I, like you said, I got my enthusiasm back again. Um, and you I, can think way, straight. Yeah, you can think clearly. Yeah. But I think though that it wasn't so much I was having allergic reactions to something I was allergic to. I think because I did actually just go back and eat clean, it ended up healing kind of in my in the way my mind a little bit yes. and then it then allowed me then to kind of carry on and sort everything else out. Yes. But um Yes. But yeah, I do. So, think... so everything has a knock on effect. So, mm. um, one of the things I have been doing for 21 years is running detox retreats, juice fast retreats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people come and they think, oh, yeah, I'm going to be on juice for the week and that's just going to be nice. I'll take a few pounds off. And then they realize that it's mm. a whole lot more than taking a yeah. few pounds off. And when you start to cleanse your body, you start to cleanse your emotions, your mind, you go home, yeah. declutter your house. It has a knock on effect on everything. You just have to be open and aware and notice those things. You know, make sure if you make some changes, be really aware of what you're doing. And the other thing Jess touched on is 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 stress, and I've mentioned yeah. it. Stress and anxiety has the biggest effect on the whole of our health, but particularly our gut health, than anything. And so it's a vicious circle. Mm -hmm. So if you feel stressed, you're going to affect your gut health, and if your gut health is out, it's going to make you more stressed. So that's why it's important to start to make those little changes and be observant. So when we're stressed, when we go into fight or flight, it literally turns off our digestive system. And all of our blood flow is diverted to our heart and our muscles 
because we need to run from the tiger. That's what mm. fight or flight is. So in those moments, we shut the digestive system down. So if you've got any food sat in your stomach, it'll just sit there and rot. Mm. If you've got any food in your small intestines, you won't be able to absorb the nutrients. And it's why people end up with constipation, because they're too stressed. Now this is starting to affect everything. You're becoming more toxic. You're going to absorb those toxins back in. And the problem, going mm. back to what about the younger people and mm-hmm. the stress that you're all under is that we need the fight or flight response because it keeps yeah. us safe. But what we're happening now is we could go into fight or flight 10 times before we've even had breakfast. And that will be going on all day, every day, until we go to sleep. We can't get to sleep because we're thinking too many stressful thoughts. We've got cortisol surging through our body that's going to create inflammation, which is behind most chronic disease, and it's going to affect your gut bacteria. And, and the health of your gut lining now you mentioned leaky gut so when people have allergies i'm going to look at the health of their gut wall same with autoimmune whatever the problem is leaky gut is number one caused by candida which is Mm. where i started because candida literally punctures walls in the wall of the gut and then toxins can swim out into the body and into the bloodstream but it's also caused by gluten gluten opens the tight junctions in the wall of the gut things can then pass through um and when those things pass through that might include your pollens yeah. your grass pollens all of those things so it doesn't really matter what it is and you prove that by changing yeah. your diet yeah if you go back to the gut and start mm. to heal the gut then hang on to your sense because yeah. you don't know yeah. where that's going to take you it could dramatically change your life yeah and i found when i was going through that stage is that i was healing my gut and yeah i was eating better but i was healing my gut for the mind so because it was it was the mind and the stress and my body and all the toxins that was going in on it which was causing me to have the allergic reactions but i was using obviously the healthy eating to obviously make myself healthier but it was actually healing my mind and and me as a person as well absolutely and so um but yeah definitely mm. um and the other just to say the other thing about stress when we're in fight or flight it shuts down the creative center in our mind now you're a creative you that is who you are you're you're self-motivated amazing mm. businesswoman mm. all the things yeah. you've done at mm-hmm. such a young age that is you have to have the creative center in your mind open yeah. to yeah. be able to achieve those things and then when you go into stress, it's going to dull all that down. It's mm. a crazy, crazy situation. Um, so when the main things, when people come see me, some, some people will just change their diet and that might be enough. But if you change your diet and you're still stressed to the eyeballs, it's going to be a longer journey to health. The things that I always look at, my first two things, will be gut health mm. and will be stress. Yeah. Those are the first two things that I will always look at. And because I'm a homeopath, and an emotional freedom technique, EFT practitioner, I can look at anxiety and work with that alongside changing your gut health, changing eating the rainbow, eating um, organic food. I think that working between the trauma or the trigger or the cause alongside working with your body's health, you can near on pretty much fix most things that people face on a day-to-day basis whether it be mental health side um or whether it be um things that happen with their skin organs in the body allergies 
or um, all of that sort of thing, if you deal with the trigger, the cause, and the body, it's it's pretty much like bang on really yeah. obviously i can understand to certain extents there's certain things out there which people potentially need the medication and things for which is but in terms of what we see on a general basis and common chronic diseases um inflammation problems skin problems mind body all of that links all back to that yeah so in terms of a couple more questions because i'm trying to get as much information out of you <laughs> as we possibly can i also as well is it's what's also in the food nowadays yes because um another thing is i say so we get some people that come into the clinic who come in and they say it's very common now that you see people that have got ibs or they've got um digestive problems or they get a SIBO cramping or there's something going on and I find that is it true this is something that I may have heard that people are more in it's not so much food it's more of now like they're saying that almost people are having intolerance to almost the 20th century of food because we can obviously back in the day we used to make our own bread from home people are putting this perception on that bread's bad or that pasta's bad or that or that certain things are bad but is it really that that's bad or is it because of the way that it's all being produced now and the amount that people are consuming and it, more of the the generation that we live in now rather than the foods that we eat, if that makes sense? Yeah, it is a bit of everything. Yeah. Um, you know, I always think of my mum and dad, they grew up in the blooming war yeah. and everything was grown in the back garden. It was yeah. all organic. Yeah. It was all smaller portions. It wasn't um, processed. Yeah. So, you know, that... The, um, some people call it human intervention. It's when mm. something has been highly processed. It is still a bit of everything, Jess. So it is our food, but it's still our attitude towards, towards our food. Yeah. Um, I've worked with people that will be stressed out just by looking at a plate of food. Mm. And as soon as you go into stress, you can't absorb the nutrients from yeah. that food, even yeah. if it's really good food. So it's not what we eat, it's what we absorb. We have to mm. make sure that we're eating relaxed. Um, but some of the process, some of the messages that we are, the marketing people will mess, you know, so a few years ago it was, um, don't eat fat. Everything has to be low fat. It's such rubbish. That is such a big thing for a diet in a good rubbish. way. Yeah. And then they, so you don't get a 0% fat, but it'll have a load of sugar in or sweetness. Mm. Sweetness is another thing that will kill off your gut bacteria. So mm. I don't even have them. I run a coffee shop, by the way. I don't have sweeteners. I'm like, oh, yeah. God, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So it it's it's a it is a bit of everything. So um, some of the worst foods are the unhealthy fats. Mm. I understand that. Yeah. So they will create most inflammation. So crisps, chips, you know what's mm. been fried. What what are the oils that you're putting in your food? Mm. They will create inflammation in the gut wall. Um, but most of your fats, your avocados, your nuts and seeds, and coconut oil, and all these beautiful fats are anti-inflammatory we need them so it's just making sure it's Mm. logical you cook from scratch as much as you can it's the less somebody's fiddled about with it the better so for instance bread you talked about bread bread isn't such a bad boy if you buy sourdough if it's organic sourdough bread there's been no yeast added because yeast Mm. can create problems with ibs and bloating it's just using the natural yeasts in the flour. And it's already pre-digested by the bacteria that has been fermenting it down. So that's the thing with sourdough. For IBS people, 
they may be able to tolerate that because it's a natural, beautiful way that it's been fermented and cooked. Whereas you buy a hideous loaf off the counter in a plastic bag, how has that been yeah. done? You know, yeah. it's it's too processed yeah. generally, yeah. and the body just can't cope with it. Um, so yeah, some of these foods have been given a bad name. Actually, it, it uh, you know. I always say to people, eat butter. Please yeah. eat butter. <laughs> if it's in a tub and you have to scrape your knife over it, yeah. throw it away. Yeah. That is not going to do anything for you. Butter, yeah. the word butter comes from um, butyrate. Butyrate mm-hmm. is a fat that heals mm-hmm. your gut wall. keeps inflammation down in your gut. Butter's a good thing. So all of these things where we go, oh God, no, yeah. we've got to have sunflower olive oil butter that's processed mm-hmm. into a tub. Yeah. We don't. Salt. Is another one. Go buy your sea salt or your pink Himalayan salt. That yeah. contains minerals that the body needs. Table salt <laughs> is a toxic poison. Those are the little changes yeah, that can be all made. these tiny things that people can just bring into their routine, which will make a massive impact on Absolutely. Them. And yeah. question. So don't believe 0% fat on the packet. Why? Why do you need that? Um, whole milk. I use whole yeah. milk. I don't use semi-skimmed or yeah. skimmed. That's another thing that they say is actually you're better better off getting what it is meant to be rather than because normally all the semi-skimmed and stuff means that it's been filtered down and actually the things that we need is being taken out of it. So exactly. have it as a have have it as what it's meant to be. And also the body doesn't recognise it because it's been played around with. It's yeah. been processed. So the body goes, I don't even know what that is. So I'm going to store it in a fat yeah. cell. Yeah. So you don't lose weight. Yeah. through being on semi-skin milk that is rubbish yeah in anything you put weight on yeah. same as sweetener yeah definitely it's all about eating everything of what it is and what it's meant to be all in moderation getting in a bit of everything and like you said making those tiny little adjustments that people can do to turn things from kind of what people are just used to buying as habits to actually making it nutritional to them so just a couple more things so people can almost like relate to this Give us kind of, because I'm a massive believer and I'm all about gut health, looking after like your mind, your gut, your body, um, and this can dramatically change um, people, but so that it can be relatable. What are the sort of people that you have treated before? Because obviously it's not just, obviously you've treated people with anxiety, depression, um, anything, chronic diseases around Mm -hmm. the body, people that are maybe trying to get pregnant, are pregnant. How can people can relate to this? Yeah, I suppose, um, well, one of the areas is IBS. You mentioned it is becoming Mm. a massive problem, particularly in females in their 20s when i was your age going back to that mm, yeah (laughs) there was no such thing and so it's definitely a modern like you said a 21st century disease Mm. and um so anything like that so a lot of people will relate to that because they'll go oh well i have these gut issues and Mm. i also am stressed or i have anxiety issues um when you're working with anyone with ibs and if you want to, anyone listening, want to go and help themselves, it is best to go see a practitioner because we have the experience to slowly nudge you to mm-hmm. health. I was gung-ho about it and I didn't care about the consequences. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can have consequences and it might make you more crampy and more gassy. It might make your symptoms worse. And then you think you're not doing the right thing. Whereas I didn't care about that. I just said, oh, I'm going to do it anyway. 
So with something like IBS, just trust in the process. Know that if you start to make these small changes, things will change for you on every level, Mm -hmm. mental, emotional, Mm -hmm. and physical. Things will start to change. So, but it's making small steps. You don't have to do giant leaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you feel a setback, I don't know if I'm even answering your question, but if you yeah. feel a setback, just go, oh, that was a setback. It's not a disaster. Yeah. This is a setback. Yes, there's more cramping, more bloating, whatever. Yeah. Maybe that's the time you go and get a yeah. bit of help. Um, there are things like when you buy probiotics off the shelf, mm-hmm. if you've got IBS, mm-hmm. you want to make sure it's just a probiotic, that it doesn't contain prebiotics have Mm. a look at the label Mm. because that might make your symptoms worse so i just really my message to people is that everything is doable Mm. i don't care what it is um and sometimes you almost don't even need to know where to start you just need to start that might be doing Mm. a google search on how to treat ibs naturally or Mm. Um, is gut health related to anxiety? It doesn't matter what it is. It's like you spin the so wheel. Educating yourself. Throw the pin mm. at the wheel. Yeah. Where does it stop? It might stop on diet. Yeah. It might stop on gut health. It might stop on drinking more water. I don't yeah. really care what it is. Just start to make those little changes. Um, and trust that you're the director of your destiny. If your triggers are directing you, and you mentioned triggers, Mm. so we all have these triggers, emotional triggers, triggers that put us into stress. If you feel they're directing you, be aware of them. Sit down, take a few deep breaths and go, ooh, I've been triggered. Yeah. This isn't it's me. more of acknowledging it yes. rather than what I find a lot of people do is that they actually try and hide their triggers, mask their triggers, push their triggers away rather than actually allowing it to happen, experience the emotions. And that's another thing that I find with people now is people aren't learning to roll with their emotions and go with it Absolutely. rather than people are actually trying to mask the problem and, and fight it away, which is actually making it worse but yeah you need yeah. to shine a light on them yeah because if you don't it. you're just putting the plaster over the problem and they're yep. never going to go yeah so just be mindful when you're being triggered know that it's yep. not you it's just a trigger and just take a few breaths mm-hmm. i know it's logical and everyone says that because yeah. it works yeah definitely yeah i think to almost like summarize the podcast is um Oh, well, actually, one last question is that, or not question, but just to make to make it clear for people that are listening to this, is that we're not some necessarily talking about diets. We're talking about a way of living. We're saying yes. we still have your cheats, still go and have your pizza, yep. still go and do your thing, still go and have whatever. But it's it's the day to day basis of how we're feeding the body to help feed the the whole body, the mind, our organs, how Absolutely. we think. Um, so it, we're not talking about anyone needs to make drastic changes. Like you said, it's just those small things that we already do that is changing the way that we're changing what just what we're deciding to pick up to just help with how we are. Um, I think the main summary that we're having from the podcast is is anything that every anybody has going on with them right now and this is what i always even when i'm doing skin consultation with people that have sleeve with skin con like uh, like really bad like acne or th- or things that are going on with their skin um always take it before we do anything is look at our gut health and look and look at our 
like you said, our triggers and whatever. And let's go right back to that first. And like you said, it's making those small changes. And when we start feeling a little bit better, it turns into a chain reaction of them being able to build on it and it's become more consistent and turn into more of a habit for that like long-term, long-term result for anything. And um, I think this will be relatable to a lot of people in many different walks of life. Even if people don't really feel like they have problems with their body, nearly everybody nowadays feels tired and lethargic. Nearly everybody is living in some form of stress or anxiety. Nearly everybody is um, like, we're now living in a huge mental health generation. And I think that if everybody can become more aware of what we're feeding ourselves it will make a massive impact on how we are every day and the people around us absolutely um, and it will have a knock-on effect on people around yeah you. oh yeah it does because they'll say what are you doing you yeah look amazing yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i want to yeah. get that yeah exactly and this is another thing that i say is not only will it help whatever the concern is or whatever the the problem the disease this the concern the illness is but it will make you look more glowy it'll make you feel more good it'll make you attract better like there's such a huge thing that can come on making small changes in yourself which will then keep growing onto other benefits yeah um and just one thing though just because you said it is a lifestyle and it is yeah. and yeah. you know for me this has been 30 years yeah from when i was diagnosed with candida yeah. when i was 29 and now 59 yeah and of course i still eat pizza yeah yeah and eat chips if i'm going up the pub and yeah. scampion chips you yeah. know it's and although when I'm up pub, I will only have a small glass of red wine, and that <laughs> might only be once a week because it kills yeah. your gut bacteria. But yeah. um, that's just where I've got to now in my life. Yeah, it is about this is a change of life, yeah. and when we're on this yeah. planet, we want to make the most of being here. And you want to create something in your life that's sustainable, that works for you, where it's um, where it does turn more into a, a lifestyle habit, not kind of like your diet quick fixes and all exactly. the and like a really it needs to be you're doing this for yourself and keep ma- being able to maintain it and stay consistent with it exactly. and just being aware. Perfect. So I think that's everything. And yeah. um, before we go, did you want to um, give us an update of where you're at yes. now? Tell us uh, and where you're going, what your plans are. Yeah. So, so I still um, run detox retreat um, in Portugal. Obviously, the situation last year has been really difficult, um, and so many have been cancelled. But I still run. Can I mention it? Yeah, of course. Yes. Can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Wild View retreats. Yeah. Um, and they're about half an hour from Faro Airport. I don't do all of them. Um, but I still run the juice fasting a lot of the juice fasting weeks and it's a fantastic process in the most beautiful setting yoga fitness beautiful juice lots of talks it really really does promote holistic health Um, I don't really work in clinic anymore Um, I opened my own coffee shop uh, just over a year ago in South Somerset a little village called Stokes up Hamden it's on the side of Ham Hill which is a, a country park where lots of people yeah. come to walk Lovely, yeah. and one of the reasons that I did it was because I wanted to be part of a community and I wanted to have my own space where I could start to do health talks and start to promote health mm-hmm. in a community and then see where that goes so um, what has happened since we've been able to have groups in again um, is that we are doing health talks actually this month four thursdays of the month it's thursday evenings i've done juicing gut health and um my next ones are the uh, tools to deal with stress and anxiety yeah amazing um and i'm gonna do uh 
menopause, um, introduction to homeopathy, EFT, all those sorts of things, and invite other guest speakers in. So yeah. it's becoming my platform uh, to promote health because yeah. that's yeah. all I really want to do. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and I really think that there needs to be more of you out there of like, educating. I think what you're doing is great because there needs to be more people out there that are educated even just by almost like listening to you now is almost kind of like therapy because people can relate to it and people and it's it's educating people on just a place to start so many people are so caught up in everything and they've got their own things going on they just don't know where to start and even and people need to be educated on bringing it back to them and and kind of making a start basically yes um Just to say also, my coffee shop's Priory underscore coffee. Yeah, yeah, on Instagram. Everyone, have a look. (laughs) And I am mandyelliotthealth.co.uk website. Perfect. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us today, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed it. And that's everything from us.